Hi everyone, it's Jack here from Esports Live. Sorry to crash the podcast. A quick thank you to you all for all your support so far. We hope you like what you're hearing, even if our advice is absolute nonsense. Make sure you subscribe to our video cast on YouTube and Twitch channels, as well as follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or if you prefer the podcast, subscribe on Spotify and Apple. Search Esports Live now on any of the platforms to get involved. We've got some exciting things happening in the background. Get ready for the Euros and the Fantasy Premier League season 21-22. Get involved now, don't miss out and enjoy the podcast. Fantasy Managers, welcome back to another edition of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly Videocast and Podcast. Today we'll be reviewing Game Week 31 and previewing 32. And with me, as always, are the usual suspects. We've got Matt from FPL Addicts. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, Elliot. Looking forward to a, another week of FPL, double game week. So, you know, it's always exciting times. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of uh, Spurs discussion today, I'd imagine, with them having the two games. So I'm sure a lot of people will be getting in the Harry Canes and the Sons, but we'll get onto that a little bit later. Jack, how are you doing, mate? Very good. I see uh, the guru didn't mention the United uh, victory versus Spurs. He just missed out very quietly. <laughs> so yeah, good to be back. Uh, obviously missed, wasn't on last week. So I missed uh, fantasy football with you boys, but uh, good to be back and hopefully give the guru a bit of a banter about the uh, about the victory. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be talking about that a little bit on the podcast today. And to cap it off today, we've got Statman Dave, familiar face who's popped up a little bit recently. How are you doing, Dave? Doing all right, guys. That's what we like to hear, mate. So, uh, you know, game week 31 was a massive, massive week. There were some some massive games, some shocking results. We'll, we'll move on to the first one. Matt, we'll, we'll ask you, Leeds 2, Man City 1. What a performance from Stuart Dallas. Uh, unreal. Unreal. You know, I... Uh... I knew that the uh, the city assets were going to be rotated, and uh, Dallas was on my uh, was on my bench, and you know it was dreamland when he grabbed that second when he grabbed the first goal, but when he grabbed that second one, it was dreamland, and yeah, really happy for you know everyone that owned owned him as well, and um, also really happy for Leeds to be fair because you know City uh, made a lot of changes, and I think they uh, they had that coming, so yeah, unbelievable stuff that is. Yeah, they definitely underestimated Bielsa's side and Dallas definitely helped a lot of FPL managers coming off the bench. So he's definitely been the saviour of a lot of people's weeks. Uh, Jack, you alluded to it a couple of minutes ago with Man United 3, Spurs 1. But just how important of a victory was that for Man United? And what a performance from Mason Greenwood? Yeah, listen, Mason Greenwood, like he was a man on fire last year and he's been a bit quieter this year. So it's nice to see him uh, pulling out a few stops in there, getting the assist and the goal. Uh, great to have Cavani back in as well. He's, I wish he was 30 years old or 25 years old because imagine having him for a few more years in the in the league. Um, he'd definitely fire us back up. Um, but it's, it's a good win, double, kind of a, a triple kind of victory here. Cause one over Mourinho, one over the Guru, and it, and it pulls us back into uh, into contention for the league. Imagine if City slipping up. <laughs> Not it's happen. been a, a perfect week almost for you then, Jack, hasn't it? That's not too bad at all, mate. And then Dave, we'll ask you about Arsenal 3, Sheffield United nil. Lacazette with two goals. Is he one that's going to be on your radar after scoring twice again this morning in the Europa League as well? Absolutely. I, I said to you guys before we came on about uh, making some changes in my team this week and Lacazette's certainly one of those that I've brought in. I've had him in my team at, at a couple of stages during the season, but he hasn't sort of stayed in there permanently. Um, but yeah, after that performance, he's uh, he's he's going to be shaping up in, in the forward line next to Kane for sure. 
Yeah, I'm sure a lot of FPL managers will be making their move on him. But we'll look forward towards game week 32 now in terms of the fixtures. We've got Spurs Everton early on Saturday morning, which means the deadline Melbourne time is 3.30am. That's a five o'clock kickoff. And then we move over to St. James's Park, where it's West Ham, Newcastle in a massive game for both teams there in terms of relegation and top four. We then move to Wolves, Sheffield United on the Sunday, Arsenal, Fulham, Manchester United play Burnley, Leeds host Liverpool, Chelsea play Brighton, Spurs play Southampton, Aston Villa play Man City, and to cap off the week, Leicester play West Brom. What we'll do now is we'll go back to game week 32 again and we'll review our teams and how we went this week. And as we were saying before, we will start with mine and 64 points this week. It didn't look like a bad score until Stuart Dallas came on for Ruben Diaz for me, who absolutely rocketed my week up the mini league. So uh, Edward Mendy, again, not happy with him. Since I've got him in, Chelsea just haven't been the same defensively. They've not been brilliant, but look at the man there. 17 points from Stuart Dallas. Absolutely unreal. Stones with the one point. Don't mind that. Cresswell, unfortunately, with none. And that yellow arrow, unfortunately, as well. Son popping back up. Lingard, a man on fire. He's definitely going to be a lot of people's choice this week with Newcastle away, I would imagine. Fernandez doing nothing, unfortunately. Neto picking up an injury, which was really frustrating for me because he was my transfer in this week and he's been straight back out of the team now. Salah, who was my captain for this week, and it was actually a little bit of a curveball captain in Salah this week. I think a lot of people called me crazy for it. But I don't know why, I just had a feeling and he, uh, he supplied with the goal, which was lucky. And then Kane with nothing, then Bamford with the assist. Gave me 64 points this week, which wasn't a bad score at all. And it moved me up the mini league a fair bit. So I'm not annoyed about that by any stretch of the imagination. Did you, did you, did you bring Salah in this week, Elliot? Or was he already in? No, I'm sorry. I think it's I've had Salah time. since game week one and I've never moved oh. off of him. Right, okay, yeah, him. So you've, stuck, you've stuck with him. One of the very stuck few. I've not been tempted to take him out for Jota. I was. I was going to take him out for Yotta the other week and I got Edward Mendy in instead of Yotta, which really uh, frustrated me. But um, yeah, it's all right because, you know, I was just glad when his goal went in, I was relieved because, you know, seeing people like Lingard and stuff doing the business, I was like, oh, that's going to be a bad one if it doesn't pull off. But thankfully for me, it did. And we'll move on to the Guru now with 58 points, which again is a, a brilliant score for this game week. The average was 41 points, so well above the average, Matt. How do you think you went? Yeah, not not too bad. Obviously, uh, we discussed Stuart Dallas, who who was just phenomenal. Um, he actually came off my bench, um, so I got a bit lucky as well. Um, but uh, I used the uh, the Elliot Craig tactic of putting my uh, midfielder as the first sub and the defender as the second sub. So then I think it means your formation can't quite change. I, I can't quite remember what that tactic was. You you spoke about it earlier on in, in pods before, but um, it worked out. Um, Jay Adams is pretty poor. I'm disappointed with that, but he's someone that I'm going to get rid of this week. Uh, Harry Kane uh, didn't deliver. Uh, Son back in the goals, which is nice. Uh, my uh, my transfers worked though. I brought Salah in, um, and I took a hit. Obviously, don't normally like taking hits, but I brought in Salah uh, for Liverpool's run of fixtures. It's just too hard to to not have him in, um, especially now they've got no Europe. I think he's going to be uh, really really valuable again. Um, I actually got Vidra in. Uh, Ollie went like that from from Burnley. He'd been on a he'd been on a run. I think two or three games with a goal, and I thought I'm going to put him in. And he obviously got the goal against Newcastle. We got a bonus point, and he's only about four point eight million. So 
happy with that. Um, you know, a bit of a bargain. So, yeah, look, overall, um, not a bad game week. Not not great, but um, considering I didn't have Lingard, I'll, I'll take I'll take those points. And um, the only thing I'm disappointed with in my lineup as well is uh, is not having Martinez in goal because we'd have had an extra couple of points. So, yeah, that was a bad move. Yeah, it's good to see someone else join the Salah Union for the week. And uh, Vidra is definitely a brilliant shout. I know you said it midweek. He's brilliant for that just a third position of striker on your bench or if you're going to play him some weeks because him and Chris Wood have both been doing the business for Burnley up top. So they've, uh, they've actually been quite prolific in recent weeks and they're forming quite the partnership. But um, we'll move on now to your team, Jack. And you were saying how perfect your week was outside of FPL. And it was a pretty decent week for you inside of FPL as well with 58 points, which is 17 above the average. So uh, where do you think you went well this week? Oh, yeah, straight away, it's uh, with Lingard appointment as my vice captain. Uh, with KDB not playing because of the obviously the European kind of fixtures they they're going with, uh, Lingard steps up and, and delivered, mate. He's obviously flying. When he scored, I think he's bagged two goals. Uh, man, man on fire. Um, so he delivered twenty eight points and, and kind of carried the team. Even Beltman got me six in there as well. Um, Son bagging against United and, and Mason Mount stepped up as well, and even uh, Brewster contributed with his one point. <laughs> for this week uh, but Martez in goal uh, kept me kept me up there so I, I used two transfers which I'd rolled over with from the previous week um, so that worked out nicely not having to spend any points for once I hadn't taken a hit this time which was a yeah, nice nice change for me Yeah and speaking of transfers of last week are you, have you got anything in your mind for this week yet or not really? Yeah I've um, I already made my moves quite early on uh, in the week actually and then I've just obviously realised now after just being informed by the guru it's FA Cup weekend for Leicester um, so I brought um, Il Nacho in uh, for Leicester put him up, in, up top uh, with Kane um, so yeah put, I brought him in and obviously that's now uh, not looking too good if he doesn't make it through the weekend is, is it on Tuesday night the West has it been rearranged for the Leicester West Brom is it Tuesday or Wednesday do we know? No one knows. Um, I'm not too sure. I think, the, I think it's. Yeah, I think it might be a Wednesday. Or well, depends when the if, the if the Leicester Saints game's tomorrow night. Then I think the Leicester game will be Tuesday night in yeah in, the, so in when, England. So they'll have a couple yeah, of days, a couple of days to rest up. So hopefully that he gets through that all right, and um, he's taking that spot. Uh, so take, I think I took. Uh, where is he? I took Antonio out because obviously he's taking a knock. So I took Antonio out and brought that thing because obviously Leicester's fixtures going ahead. You know, the fixture difficulties, you've got four greens, uh, according to Fantasy Premier League, uh, with West Brom, Palace, Southampton, Newcastle. And he's a man on fire as well, isn't he? So I brought him in. And then uh, I've also taken um, Struick out from Leeds. I brought Connor Cody in as well. Uh, so C Cody's in for the next couple of weeks because Wolves fixtures look all right and they're not looking too bad. Um, so yeah, two transfers for me this week, lads. Yeah, I'm sure you can uh, you can find solace in the fact that I've got Ianacho in as well. So if he doesn't play, we can uh, we can suffer together. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll go back to the guru. Sorry, I didn't ask you when we were going through our teams. Have you have you made any moves this week, or are you going to do the uh, the infamous rollover? No, I'll definitely be making moves. I think I'm going to do something a bit unusual, and that's take another hit, uh, back to back hits. Um, obviously, I really want Lingard, um, but. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna resist it for a couple of game weeks. I'm gonna go for the same as you boys. I think I'm looking at uh, Ihianacho from Leicester. Um, I need to get Che Adams out of there, so hopefully he survives the FA Cup semi-final. Um, and then it doesn't leave me with too much money in midfield. And you're not gonna believe this one. I'm gonna get rid of uh, of Gundawan finally. He's leaving <laughs> my team. Can't for believe it. it. It's a That's sad absolute day. heartbreak. Uh, 
it's a sad day, and I've got I've got a couple of players in mind. Um, I'm looking at other Martinelli from uh, from Arsenal. He okay. scored in the last game week. He's 4.9 million. I think he's going to be. Uh, he's got a lot of potential. And then one a bit outside the box. I'm looking at Podence from uh, from Wolves. Um, he grabbed an assist last week. Well, the goal was disallowed, which was wrongly disallowed against Fulham. Um, he grabbed the assist. I remember early on in the season, he got a couple of goals against Chelsea and Arsenal. And Jack just mentioned Wolves have got good fixtures. Um, you know, I think trying to find one of their attackers that's going to start is uh, you know, could be handy. He's 5.3 million, so I've got my eyes on him as well. Yeah, don't mind that at all. And we'll just go back to Iheanacho. Everyone's everyone's thinking about him because I've just checked and he is the most transferred in player so far this week. So everyone that hasn't bought onto the hype is doing it now with Lingard as the close second for transferred in this week. But we'll move on now to your team, Dave. K Salah Salah, 49 points this week. It's not a bad score at all. It's above the average. So, you know, Ollie would be happy with that. He'd take that as a, a win for the week. And just looking in goal for you straight away, that just brilliant start to your week by looking at it where do you think you went well i know there's a little tactical (laughs) move i actually i actually brought him in this week and i put him straight on the field thinking that he would probably outscore martinez just based on matchups and who they're playing but um yeah it worked out for me because between him and lingard they were pretty much more than half my score so they pretty much saved me this week um but yeah i've i've made four changes coming into the next game week because i'm sort of just hitting that average and i've sort of been stagnant around that that 50 mark in the league. So I um, need to make some moves to try and go up a little bit higher, I suppose, with it, with only a few weeks left. Yeah, definitely. It's the time to start making moves in the season. If it's ever been time to do so, it's now to boost your way up the mini league. And I'm definitely one that's going to be looking to do that in the upcoming weeks. So I've still, re- I realised this week, I've still got my bench boost wildcard and triple captain to play. So I'll be using one of my chips this week. I've gone with the triple captain and I've put it on Harry Kane and I'm hoping that he does the business for me. He's got a good record against Southampton. If my memory serves me correct, but I'm just hoping he doesn't get rotated out and he plays both games. And as Matt was saying, it's all about just surviving the games and if he gets injured in one of them that'll be absolute heartbreak for me but I'm going to back him in and see if he can do it for me and uh, fingers crossed he can do so but I've got Elliot, no idea Elliot, I'm, 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 I'm with you in there mate I've triple captain Harry as well so oh. I oh, oh. just I looked at it and I, yeah, 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 I just couldn't see a better time and I was just because you know you, yeah. you always favour the two fixtures and I was like, there's no, not really going to be a better time for me to play it. So I might as well do it this week. If it pays off, it pays off. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And yeah, fingers crossed for, for us three now that it does pay off. And, uh, and he's got Southampton ad- as well. So he's got one easy game in there if he plays that one. Don't yeah, it, yeah <laughs> don't, don't, don't do the FPL curse. But um, What do you, re- what do you yeah. reckon, Guru? What do you reckon to that? The triple captain shot, do you think it's a good time? Yeah, like if I still had it, I, I would probably use it on yeah one of Kane or Son they've both got good records against both these teams um Kane's got a good record against most sides anyway I've obviously used mine in a a previous double game week with Kane and uh he only got I think eight eight or nine points from from that double game week and that was against Fulham uh Burnley and Fulham so yeah yeah, I'd say to be honest if you've got to play I know there's going to be another double game week potentially in game week 35 um, game week 37 as well um, and you'd be looking at potentially a Man United double game week in yeah. that 37 um, depending on how these semi-finals go because uh, I the way the fixtures go so there could be some times there but to be honest it's a pretty pretty good one to have 
maybe the only thing could be if we lose to Everton in the morning, then um, might rotate him out for the Saints game, knowing the League Cup finals on that Sunday. So, yeah, that's probably the only risk, but I'd probably do it if I had it left as well. Yeah, that's the worry for me. Yeah, the big final in the following weekend. If he's going to play both, does that put him at risk for that game? But we'll just have to wait and see. But even if he comes off the bench, you know, he's been prolific this season. So uh, fingers crossed he can get on the score sheet. And uh, in Ollie's absence today, we will go through his team. Same as you, Dave. Sorry, not same as you, Dave. 59 points for Ollie this week. And uh, as you can see straight away, he's got the man that everyone had, Jack Stewart Dallas, other than other than you and Dave, it seemed everyone had Stuart Dallas and and Lingard sort of just carried their teams. As Dave said in his Lingard and Johnson made up half his score for a lot of people. Lingard and, and Dallas made up half their score, but he's not done too bad this week, has he, Jack? No, he's done right there. And like I said, with Dallas, he's, he's carried, it, carried it in there. And he even had Lingard with his vice uh, just in case uh, Harry didn't make it. But it's lucky that uh, that wasn't the case. Otherwise, he would have smashed us this week, wouldn't he? <laughs> Would have blown it out of the park, maybe. Yeah. I believe you got Jota in for this game week, so he'll be a bit disappointed with that transfer, Matt. But um, do you think mm. he's going to be a very important one for Liverpool's favourable running? Yeah, I think he'll be good. He's definitely got good value. I think he got. A, I don't think he started the game against Madrid in the week either. So uh, I know he come on towards the end. He's probably going to be a bit fresh. Um, but yeah, I think he's a good budget option um, if you don't have that that Salah coverage. So. Yeah, he's definitely definitely worth a look. Definitely one that I definitely had my eye on and a lot of people have had their eyes on for a couple of weeks now. And we'll just check up on how the mini league is doing. Tom Stones is still in first. I don't think anyone's going to knock him off his porch this season. And we've got me in seventh. Ollie just behind me by, by six points it is. Wow. In eighth. Which is it was uh, I believe it was it was a couple of points before auto subs because I think Ollie had two people come on for him and it was very looking very very close. Uh, the Guru's in thirteenth, so he's just missing out on that top ten spot at the moment. And then I, I think Jackson's had the top thirty, isn't he? When I was checking before, I, th- I think just a bit lower below about thirty six. Yeah, thirty six. Just just, be, just behind James, just behind James in there. That's a potential James. rivalry on the cards there. Yeah? <laughs> Yeah, I've got to kind of catch him up, and uh, I think Josh, who's in twenty uh, fourth as well, who who's uh, one of our supporters and he's been as, as a guest, he's in twenty fourth. So I'm sure I keep up with him as well because he was doing really well. Werner, she wrote, um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, Elliot and Craig, it's ridiculous. You're seventh and eighth. That's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. You two are next to each other. Unbelievable. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll be very it's probably down to yeah, like that. it's probably down to you copying each other's team though in each week. Uh, well, he's not on this week, so he's not going to get all the good advice that we're going to be giving out. <laughs> so he's going to be at a disadvantage, hopefully. But as you can see, there's a lot of uh, arrow movement in that that top yeah. ten, top twenty sort of thing. So it's it's all shaping up for the end of the season. It's going to be yeah. a, a photo finish, I think, for that that top, top ten. Our, uh, top, Tom Southworth, in, he's dropped down a few points as well. He only got twenty eight this week. He's been performing yeah. so well as well. We say it. We say it a lot. The people that we've had on and sort of like as guests and stuff, they just they just sort of fade away, don't they? After joining that curse. top ten, yeah. So uh, it might might well be a curse. But someone who hasn't had a bad week this week is the manager of the week, Naveen Puranik, with eighty points, who earns the ten dollar esports live gift voucher, where he can pay for, play for cash pool and prizes in Pez, FIFA, Rocket League, and NBA. 
And, uh, you know, we talked about, we've talked about Dallas a lot on this podcast. We might as well call it the Dallas show at this point, but he had Ian Acho as well, Lacazette and Lingard making up most of his points. And then Salah as his captain. And we look at his bench, he even had Semedo and, and Ben White on his bench. They both got him nine points. So that's absolutely oh, wow. insane. Yeah, absolutely wow. insane. Which he got very unlucky with the Cresswell option. Obviously, Cresswell went off injured, so he did play. And then, yeah, close with the auto sub there, but not quite good enough for him. But that was um, that's a, that's a brilliant, brilliant week for him, and it could have been so much better. He nearly could have broken into the top, the top one hundred there. Sorry, one hundred points there if he had done a little bit better. But that's a brilliant week from Naveen Peranik, who earns this week's Manager of the Week award. So we'll move on now to the to the information part of the podcast. We've got the guru section from Matt Day. He's back on this week. He's not on the move like he was last week. He's got his differentials, his three teams to back, and his captains. Take it away, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Elliot. And uh, yeah, not on the move this week. Um, ones to watch. I think there's a, there's a couple of surprises in there. I think the first one, though, is not going to come as a, as a surprise to too many, and it's Jared Bowen. He's got 2.4% ownership, which is a surprise. Really, really low ownership. He's only 5.9 mil. Really, really good alternative to uh, to Jesse Lingard if you don't own Lingard. Uh, currently playing as a centre-forward for West Ham with Antonio out. Newcastle away. He's got 26 points in his last three games. So definitely, definitely look at him if you want that West Ham coverage. Um, a second one, and Jack will be pleased with this one. Connor Cody, because I know that uh, Jack's obviously mentioned that's his tra- one of his transfers. Um, home to Sheffield United, he's got 6.8% ownership. So it's a really, really uh, you know, low ownership and a good avenue into that Wolves defence this week. Um, you know, Guaranteed to start as well. And he's a bit of a set-piece threat and he does like a bonus point. So definitely get on him if you're after a Wolves defender. A third one, uh, Pulisic, a player I really, really rate. Back in the Chelsea lineup, he's injury free. Okay, you've got the gamble of the uh, of the FA Cup this week, but two point four percent ownership for a player like that is just nothing. Um, you know, fifteen points in his last game week. Um, you know, if you, if you can get the uh, the insight that he's going to probably get the start against Brighton, then um, you know, there's definitely uh, points to be had there. Uh, and another one that Jack's going to like here as well as a differential is going to be Paul Pogba. Um, he's got two returns in his last two games. 1.6% ownership and home to Burnley, um, which on, on papers, uh, you know, again, you'd expect United to win comfortably. Um, he's been looking really sharp. He did play well against uh, Tottenham last week. Um, and he's one of those that, you know, when he's on it, he does get the uh, the odd big score. So definitely look out for him. 1.6% ownership is uh, is next to nothing. Um, and then another one, I'm going to have to pick an Arsenal player here, home to, uh, home to Fulham. Fulham looked a bit um, you know, out of sorts lately not picking up the results that they were before. And I'm going to go with Martinelli, who did score in his last game out against Sheffield United. 4.9 million as a midfielder and 0.2% ownership. Um, so very, very low. Uh, and he didn't, he come on, I think, for the last 10 minutes in the Europa League last night. So definitely looks like he's going to start in the uh, in that front three. Aubameyang's also been uh, in hospital. I think he got diagnosed with, uh, with malaria this week. So... Um, Obviously unfortunate, so Martinelli's likely going to come in and, uh, and take his place there. Um, and yeah, 0.2% ownership, uh, real high hopes for, for him from an FPL point of view. 
Yeah, and he's one that you alluded to that you might be bringing into your own classic team. He's definitely one that's going to shoot you up the mini leagues, hopefully, for the last couple of weeks. And that's uh, some brilliant differentials there. I'm also a massive fan of the Jared Bowen shout as much as he's playing my team this week. You know, when players play as a striker or uh, as a midfielder, it's just it's just bang for your buck. So uh, we'll move on to your three teams to back. And there's not many surprises here because a couple of them play for the teams that your differentials are. But who have you gone with? Yeah, there was, a lot, there was a lot of good fixtures on paper this week. Obviously, we've got the double game week with Spurs, which I thought you know might put them into the three teams. But I've not gone with them. I've gone with uh, with West Ham. Obviously, on good form, playing against uh, your team, Elliot Newcastle, who you know very patchy form and, and a lot of poor results this season. So had to put West Ham in there with Lingard's form and Bowen's form. Uh, so they're definitely one. A second one's going to be Wolves. Uh, they've not had the best form this season either, but I think. Anyone playing Sheffield United, Sheffield United at the moment is uh, is worth a look in. Wolves got a nice win against Fulham last time out as well. Uh, I think there's a lot of points to be had in that game from a Wolves uh, point of view. And then the third one, I'm gonna, I know they had the trip, uh, the Europa League game, sorry, last night at home. Um, it's going to be Man United at home to Burnley. I think it's you know, it's hard to look past United this season. Um, you know, in those types of fixtures, they've they've been good this year. Uh, a lot of good assets in that game as well. Rashford, Fernandez, uh, Pogba, who I mentioned. Um, so yeah, that's that's my uh, that rounds up my three teams. Yeah, I definitely agree with the Man United options there. There's a lot of uh, attacking assets that will probably do the business for them this week. But we'll, we'll move on to your captains now, and you've definitely alluded to a couple of them so far. But who have you gone with? Yeah, look, I think the number one captain this week, and everyone's going to probably be doing the same. You, you've all uh, mentioned him as a triple captain. Is going to be Harry Kane. Um, so Kane's definitely a big captain shout this week um, Bruno Fernandes though you can't dismiss him it's been a while since he sort of had a really big score um, and this could be the perfect chance for him to come out and get a big big score um, like he's done in previous game weeks um, Lingard's another one obviously helped Jack out last week as his, uh, as his captain I think he's another big captain shout seems to be getting two goals uh, as an average per game so um, he's a big shout and then uh, I'm going to put Lacazette in there um, obviously been scoring the goals for Arsenal um, home to Fulham you'd expect another goal out of him I think he's a, a really big differential captain shot as well um, but he didn't quite make the curveball this week So who have you gone with for your curveball then Matt? Jared Bowen this week um, I think 2.4% ownership uh, the performance he put in last weekend um, was phenomenal and you know, if you get him in at that ownership put him in as captain and he does well, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna fly up those leagues. Yeah, and as we mentioned before, when midfielders play as attackers or defenders play as midfielders, it really does help you out a lot because they get the extra points for the goals and stuff like that. So he's definitely a really, really good shout this week. Well, uh, we'll move on to your Scout Eleven now. And, you know, it's been doing the business recently. I do check it ever so slightly, a couple of the players that you've gone with and stuff like that. So we'll move on to that now. So uh, what, what sort of team have you gone with this week? I'm expecting the armband on your man, Harry Kane, and it is. So uh, just walk us through the team. Yeah, let we start from the back. I've gone with uh, Rui Patricio in goal for Wolves. Um, I can really see that being a you know a 2-0 type of game for Wolves, 2 or 3-0. Um, so I've put him in goal. I've actually tripled up on that Wolves defence. Um, yeah, it could be a risk. Obviously, it only takes one goal to, to stop it. But, um, you know, I'm liking that fixture for Wolves. Um, Semedo got three bonus points last week. Uh, Connor Cody, who we spoke about, big differential, set-piece threat. Uh, Luke Shaw with the home game against Burnley. 
you know, he's involved in a lot of goals this season, Luke Shaw, um, gets a lot of assists, a lot of bonus. So, you know, I think that's a pretty uh, a pretty tidy back four. Uh, and none of them are involved in FA Cup games, which I think helps. Um, and then going on into midfield, I've done a, you know, a double up. I think if you've got, you know, your free hit left, this is a, it's worse than using the, the double game week. So having the Lucas Mora and Son double up, um, there is definitely going to be a threat of rotation, but, you know, two games, um, it's hard to look past a couple of those players there. Um, and then the other two obvious shouts, Lingard, Form, and you know, Fernandez at home to Burnley. It's hard to leave him out. So that covers off the midfield. Uh, and then I've gone for the front three, Lacazette, who I'd spoke about before as a captain option. Uh, Harry Kane, captain armband. Don't, not much else needs to be said there. And then Ihi Nacho, who we've all spoke about, um, as you know, potentially one of our transfers. Um, really liking him. I'm liking his form. Uh, I'm liking his, his uh, couple of goals he got last week against West Ham with the bonus as well. He actually took uh, the extra bonus point away from Lingard, which was uh, which was surprising. So um, I think that that's a, a pretty strong team. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just going to go to you now, Jack. We've talked a lot about Harry Kane as a triple captain shout, and I think. You know, it could easily be a mistake here where, you know, Son performs this week and Kane doesn't. So are you a little bit worried that, that Son's going to do the business and Harry Kane's going to be sat there with giving you six points? I think it's just part of the gamble, isn't it, going into it? Um, you know, you, you want, you know, Harry Kane, he's he's just absolutely on fire. Like he's, he's just a guy who scores so many goals, doesn't he? And if you and if you captain Son, you, you're worried that. And then Kane performs. It's it's, a, it's such a big risk. I don't I don't think there's an easy answer. Thieves got to pick one or the other and just go go with it. I mean, for me, I'm going to go Kane. Obviously, you two boys, uh, Dave Nell, you're going to go Kane as well. Um, Son's a good shout. It's more probably of a, a differential captain shout, if anything, um, versus that one. But because he's a guy who can definitely assist and score. But uh, yeah, no, Kane Kane's the one I think in in terms of this. But a strong team as well from the guru there. I really like that one. I was going to say maybe instead of Semedo, you could have a Saiz as well in the other centre-half because obviously he scores so many goals from centre-half. He's looking good. Um, and obviously Moore is on, on form as well. But it's a strong team. You know, if you've got a free hit, that's a, a good one to look at. Yeah, definitely. If you get the, uh, the the triple up of the the Wolves clean sheet, then you're going to be off to a flyer straight away, definitely. But it's, uh, it's an awesome team, Matt, and that rounds up an awesome guru section. So we'll move on now to the final section of the podcast, and it's quickly becoming one of my favourites. It's the draft section, and yeah. somehow I'm inside the top four, lads. are making Champions League at this point. We'll get back onto that in a little bit, though, and we'll just go through the results of last week, and uh, Jack's going to have his hands on his face right now. A loss to James Gasden, the rivalry that we talked about before. He's managed to beat you, Jack. So, so what went wrong for you this week? Oh, we mentioned that that um, that rivalry in classic, but now it's happening in draft as well. Um, it was all looking it was all looking good. Obviously, the Cresswell one did me, um, and then I, I chose uh, Schmeichel instead of Martinez um, in goal as well. So that's my you know two things that went against me. One, I put a decision on my own, and one that just didn't uh, happen in the in the game with Cresswell. So now I think it's back to back defeats. I think I've had or I've had two in three. Um, yes, yeah, a bit frustrating because you know. I've allowed everyone else back into it. But as I said earlier on in the in the podcast during the year, you know, I did a bit of a challenge. It's getting a bit lonely up at the top there. And Elliot, um, Ollie faded out and come back in. Then he faded out, he retired. He's um, So yeah, I just wanted to mix it up a little bit. But 
yeah, t- tough one to uh, take this week without defeat. Not too happy. Yeah, just wanted to spice up the competition a little bit, and you have done so <laughs> with back-to-back defeats. Is that probably the first time this season you've had back-to-back defeats? Do you reckon? I think I had a bit of a, a bad run in uh, February, um, but I, th- I think yeah, it's, it's probably up there with the worst run for a while, and allowed everyone back into it, as we said. Yeah, it's definitely out of character for you in draft. I uh, I saw a routine win off against Peely as I beat him by 16 points. Matt Day, the guru, doubled Rolando's score and more. So a brilliant, brilliant week for you, Matt. Is that is that better than your classic score, 63, or was it just just under? Oh, it was better. It was. Oh. It was better. Yeah, I can thank Cavani. Well, kind of not thank Cavani, but also thank Cavani. Yeah, nice pick up that one. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad pick up at all. Definitely for the run in for the end of the season. And then Dave, are you going to want to talk about this one or not? I'm just looking at it now. One a single point but separated you and Ollie as it was fifty one to fifty two. And they're the they're the fine margins that can lose you this league, unfortunately. Oh look, it's it's four losses in a row for me. Ever since I fouled <laughs> up Maddie ever since I beat Maddie by about fifty points about four weeks ago, it's uh it's been all downhill and um Unfortunately, the luck that I had with picking Johnson in my classic team, he was sitting on my bench. Uh, so oh, that's no. yeah, oh, no. that's that was the difference, really, right down there. Yeah, that hurts. So, and you got Chris Wood there as well. That really, really hurts. Yeah, my bench really performed when I probably didn't need them to. Um, yeah, so that was a bit disappointing. And um, yeah, look, I, I, the last few weeks I haven't necessarily played poorly, but. It's just I've come up against teams that have played well, like Rolando beating me last week. Uh, shock. Getting 44 yeah. points was a bit of a shock. So, yeah, hopefully I can turn it around with a few weeks to go and get back up because I've slid down to fifth now, I think. I was first yeah. about four weeks ago. Yeah, we're just looking at it now. And you're actually, in terms of if it was a classic league, you'd be winning by about 30 points ahead of mm. the Guru. You've actually the highest scorer in the league in terms of total points. But unfortunately, it's a head-to-head league for you. So uh, we've got Matt Day, the Guru in first, who could be crowned the Guru in classic and the Guru in draft. Ollie on his tail, but he's, you know, poor poor goal difference, we'll call it from Ollie there compared to Matt. And then Jack, three points behind. I'm level with Jack now as well. David in fifth, James in sixth. Peely in seventh and Rolando in eighth. I think for them, for Peely and Rolando, I don't think they're going to be able to win the league this year, lads, but I'm sure it's going to be close for them. We'll just have to see. And we'll move on to this week's fixtures. And it's going to be a massive game for you now, Dave, and a massive game for you, Jack, to get back onto your winning ways. For both of you, that's probably just looking at it now, or maybe me and the guru, but that's the guru as well. Two, yeah. two massive games this week that are going to shape up this league. So we'll just have a look at we just had a look at your team, Jack, before and we had a look at yours, Dave. So we'll have a look at your Yours quickly, Matt. And uh, as we said, you, you did win this week, so it wasn't a bad score from you. And that's a brilliant, brilliant team. Strikers, yeah, yeah, that's a brilliant, brilliant team. What's oh, on his bench? He's got even got Werner, Laporte, Alonso on his bench. That's definitely going to be a good team shaping up for this week. Not too many uh, Man City assets, which could be your downfall. I've got a lot of Man City assets, so if they can do the business, then that'll be interesting. But you've got Lucas Mora, who was included in your scout eleven, so he could be integral for you. And then Lacazette, who's taken up a lot of talking points on this podcast as well. So I think it's uh, going to definitely be very, very close this week. But we'll just have a quick look at my team. As I talked about, I've got uh, Trent, who keeps doing the business for me. Pulisic, as you talked about in your, your guru section. Yotta. So I've definitely, on paper, I've, I really fancy my team this week. But we'll just have to see how it plays out. Jack, what's your thoughts? How do you think it's going to go this week? Ooh. It's going to be a close one. Um, 
I'll just sit on the fence and go for a draw. <laughs> go for a draw. Go for a draw. There's only been a one draw, I think, this season, and it was between James and Rolando, as you can see on the screen now. So I bet, I bet that was a probably, Yeah, probably a, a boring nil-nil of that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, Dave, how, how do you see this one going? Oh, um, yeah, it'll be tight either way. I'm thinking, because I think you've still got, what, three City players or something there. So probably they haven't necessarily been in the greatest form the last few weeks, some, some of those City assets. But if they can fire, then that might be the difference. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And Matt, we'll go to you. Are you confident this week or not? Um, yeah, it's all about what Pep does with your City players, mate. Um, you know, given they've got the semi-final, the league game, and, and the final the week after, so uh, I'm confident if, if the double game week goes for Spurs. Well, yeah, I'm I'm confident winning this one then. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna agree with Jack and sort of sit on the fence. I don't think it will be a draw, but I'm not too sure how it's going to go. It's going to be a tale of two teams between Spurs and Man City, I think. But um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a close one. And it's an interesting point you make there about all the Man City assets. You know, they've got a lot of big games coming up. We've got the League Cup final, the Champions League. And I think, you know, we're going to see Pep definitely prioritise the Champions League for one because he sort of thinks the league's a little bit wrapped up now. But how do you think that's going to affect teams in the upcoming weeks? Because if we thought Pep Roulette was bad now, imagine it in a couple of weeks time yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a nightmare i think and um that's the other thing he's got an fa cup semi this week they've also got still got to beat villa because if they don't beat villa and united beat burnley then you know five the league's not necessarily done either so um it's definitely going to impact our teams it's already impacting them now i've, I've taken gunder one out so uh you know it's, it's going to be huge i think if you've got city assets now that have been getting rotated out the last few weeks and you know, it's time to start taking them out. They do have yeah, a blank we're... game week next week, though. Uh, yeah, that's that's a do. good point there, Statman. The blank game week as well. So, you know, if you're getting them out now, you know, you put players that are playing next week, and you know, you're not missing out on points as well. So, that's a good point by Statman. Yeah, definitely. And when, when the guru's taken out his man Gundogan, you know something isn't quite right. But what that does is that rounds up another brilliant podcast as we previewed Game Week 32. Let's hope it all pays off for all of us. Jack, how do you think you're going to go this week, mate? Yeah, I think it's looking all right. I'm, I'm quite confident going in. You know, if you get a 50 to 60, maybe even a 70 score, that'd be nice. But, um, you know, if Harry Kane delivers, then we're all going to be laughing, aren't we? Um, you know, if a couple of goals from Jesse Lingard, a penalty from Fernandez. It'd be happy days. Sounds like a recipe for a good FPL week for you. And I'm sure a lot of managers like me, you and Dave, will be hoping for a Harry Kane masterclass and the guru, to be fair. So we're all back in Harry Kane this week. But um, we'll say goodbye for now. Fantasy managers, stay safe, take care, and hope all your FPL dreams come true. <laughs>